Hello and welcome back to another beautiful episode of Unedited the Podcast. I'm your host, Kelsey Lauren, and this is episode 27. I'm greeted today by a guest that I've been so excited to bring onto the podcast for so long. This is a woman that I admire deeply. She is such a beautiful model of what it is to live creatively, live in devotion, and just exemplify such a beautiful relationship with self, with family, and with God. So without further ado, welcome Niasha of the Ascension Seed. Thank you, Kelsey. Wow, that's such a beautiful introduction to me. I feel really honoured and really seen. And yeah, I just appreciate that a lot. (coughs) Um, So good to be here with you. Thank you for inviting me on. Oh, it is my sincerest pleasure. And I'm glad that we finally got a time that both of us were able to sit and be present. I know we've had to move things around a little bit. So very excited about this. And um, yeah, I, I would love to just give you the floor for a moment or two to have you introduce yourself to the community, who you are, your art and work in the world and what's alive for you right now. Beautiful. Hello, unedited fam. I'm so happy to be reaching you in this moment, whichever moment you're in. I'm Niasha. I'm a mama. That's the first thing that I want to say. I'm a mama to my beautiful children, Shiloh and Zaya. I am a daughter of God, devoted to serving God's plan, to using the gifts that God has given me to support the collective, to ascend into higher states of being, of inner union with God, with true self, all in service to collective liberation, liberation from the illusions of separation, from false hierarchies, from all of the different distortions and inversions that plague this dimension and keep us apart from God, apart from each other, apart from the truth, and that perpetuates suffering and harm. Uh, So yeah, my work is all about love, in its essence, God and love, and bringing people home to that through their own bodies. I work with energy, sound, I have done a lot of work to purify my channel and I'm able to bring through high frequency crystalline transmissions from God to liberate light in the moment bring through whatever God has aligned for the people that are in my space that I'm soul aligned to serve I also love working with sound and music to transmit healing energies and frequencies of light I love to creatively express in all forms really um I'm an artist, I mean, we all are, but I'm deepening even more this moment and this year in that artistry and in my love of creative expression in those ways. I'm really looking forward to bringing more of my music into my service. I love, like, listening to music. I want to become a DJ. It's like a dream that I put on the sidelines about 10 years, 10, 10 plus years ago. And recently I'm like, oh, I still want to do that. <laughs> so this year, one of my intentions is to also become a, a DJ, a selector, because I have a lot of music that I know and love. And it's a deep passion of mine. That I can't wait to share in, in a conscious space for people to really, you know, liberate their essence through movement, but with the really fun music that's like yeah. really good <laughs> like has a great rhythm and it's like got a certain type of soul and vibe and like <laughs> I mean I love dance but sometimes in these conscious or stacked dance spaces it doesn't move me in the way it's it's very introspective in medicine music and I love that and there's a space for that but also people just want to move and they just want to liberate that fire <laughs> yeah <laughs> so I can't wait to hold some spaces <clears throat> for that in the perfect timing this year but yeah, so my work is is fluid, it's organic, it's God-led. So I don't really like labels, you know, I'm, I'm always yeah. changing and I create what God guides me to create. So I, I don't often repeat the same thing because I evolve so much that I'm always feeling guided to give the highest transmission that I can, which will be of the moment. And so, you know, I'm therefore often doing new things. I'm also a manifesting generator and so that's my energy type. But yeah, I have a lot of creativity to share and a lot of passion and a lot of insight that I'm so blessed to share. And yeah, it's just a beautiful to to be of service to others um, in the ways that I've been able to liberate myself from my false identity constructs and all the things that that would lead me to hold back my light in the past. It's an ongoing journey, but yeah, I'm here for it. I'm, I'm loving the ride with all its ups and downs. And yeah, God is just constantly calling me higher and into more integrity and more love and more purity and more devotion and 
I'm here for it. <laughs> so thank you. Thank you for inviting me to share. That was fun. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm so obsessed with so much of your answer. It was just like the perfect. It's funny, before we started this conversation, I mentioned that I'm so fluid as well and dynamic and changeable in the way I like to express. And like you said, just such an artist at heart that it's really hard to pin down who I am in any one given moment. So one of my favorite openings in this format and this podcast is allowing my guests to just flow with what's alive. And oh my goodness, there's so much beautiful artistry alive within you. And I love it. I also have had a closet desire to be a music producer and DJ. Um, I dabbled in it in high school and it's just such a love of mine to create sound in such a way that just like, like you said, moves you from the core of your being and, and do it in a way that resonates with you because I don't think anyone can quite curate your music yeah. the way you can. So, <laughs> Yeah. And then it's an expression of your vibration and all yeah. the stuff. Yeah, for sure. I'm exactly. I'm going to keep my eye open for when you release your music because you have always just, oh, it's incredible. Exquisite. <laughs> oh, thank you, darling. Um, one thing that I'm really curious to ask, because obviously you didn't come out of the womb as fully expressed. Well, you probably did, but <laughs> layers of layers of distortion between then and now. Um, what led you to arriving at your expression today, your work today, your artistry today? What were some of the like salient moments that God brought you through? Oh, well, I had, I had a sudden awakening. And I say sudden because there was a, a real amplification of energy. This was when, on my 24th birthday, but there was obviously a buildup. Like my whole life was the process of awakening to that moment of awakening. You know, it's not like it all just happened at, well, out of nowhere. You know, I was already in the space of like coming towards the place where I was ready for that, for God to come into my life and to show me the truth, you know? Yeah. Um, so that was a huge moment that completely like realigned a lot in my life. And it felt like from one day to the next, I was just in a different reality. And I was just on a completely another time. I really timeline jumped then you know mm -hmm. which is amazing that was when I was 24 and that put me on on consciously on the path of self-healing I'd already been healing I'd already been exploring things within my own consciousness I'd already been doing shadow work all of this just intuitively just through self-awareness through being like wait a minute this is my value and this is my behavior these don't add up you know or how, yeah. do, I bring, how do I bring the way I'm living into alignment with something that feels more like this you know more like love more like connection more like community more like artistic expression that's more rooted in unity and like dissolving the separation so I was always on the path towards these things of course but there was a big acceleration then when I was 24 and then that was when I really started deepening in my um inner work and started exploring different healing modalities and um just being in deep relationship with myself and God in a in a very conscious and intentional way and there were there so I had a dark night of the soul not long after my awakening it was very intense and then yeah within another year or so I had another one of those like really intense dark nights of the soul and as as often is the case you know that deep descent was like liberated so much more light for me that's been the, the same for I'd say those are like the two and I think I said have three dark nights of the soul which have all been huge initiations into light and truth and huge purges the other one was when I was pregnant um recently uh with Zaya when we first moved here to Tulum Mexico so that was that was a big initiation. And then, you know, other than that, just a constant deepening with God. Um, my Saturn return also led to a big acceleration in, in my relationship with God because I really started praying for the truth, um, yeah. realizing that, you know, not everything in the spiritual field is actually of truth and is actually of God and understanding false light and understanding how there's a lot of inversions and not everything is as it seems, which is, is true the whole way, but deeper layers of the truth of that were coming into my consciousness. So that really uh, kickstarted a, a much deeper level of purification in my relationship to God and opened my consciousness up into complete new dimensions um, where, yeah, where before I'm, I was probably stuck in certain spaces because of identity constructs and belief systems that were aligned with that, that vibration of consciousness and understanding. 
So yeah, those are the those are the kind of moments, but I feel like it's also the in between moments. You know, it's also yeah. else. Like those are the big moments, but it's all the little moments too, the little shifts and just coming to know how life works, coming to understand the architecture of this dimension and the architecture of the body, the architecture of relationship, understanding, you know, how co-creation works is that's been a huge thing for me. That's a piece that landed quite early on with my journey, like understanding that yeah. we're creating with God and that has <clears throat> huge for my creative expression because it surrendered so much of um, where my creative energy was locked in my identity and therefore suppressed because of my identity constructs surrendering that hold from my identity on the creative energy that was within me was so liberating because I always had so much creative energy and all these different ways of being able to express creative energy but before before I had my conscious awakening I was identifying with them with my gifts like my art you know like I am this and I can do that you know so it was also entangled in me and my sense of self so once I freed that and took that all away suddenly I'm like oh this energy is actually to serve other people it's really not about how I feel about how it's received you know I mean hopefully it will be received in the highest and best way but I get to surrender that right yeah this service for me to hold this energy in and so that I really started deepening deepening and co-creation with God and that that is ultimately what leads me to be quite an innovative thought leader and quite innovative in my creativity and my artistry and the things that I create. I've I really feel in my own lane. I don't feel like I'm someone that um doesn't doesn't know what to create and doesn't know how to stand out. I don't even those don't even come into it because it's never even about me. I'm just asking God. I'm just letting God speak through me and God create through me. And so the things that come through me are therefore going to be different to what anyone else can create, which is true for all of us. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's what I share about my journey. I mean, there's lots more pieces. I've had done a lot of work on opening my voice and being seen and, and, you know, working on my self-worth so that I, you know, knew that I had value and could own and embody that there's value that God created within me that God wants to be shared and all of these things. But so much of that work is just identity work alchemy of the false self and these constructs that um ultimately we're trying to hold back my light which therefore are not in alignment with god's plan which is to liberate the light through all of us so yeah yeah. oh i love that response so much i i feel like a lot of us listening can resonate to the experience of feeling that repression and almost it's like a pressure when you're claiming and identifying so much with your gifts, your mission, whatever it is, when you hold it as your own, it just becomes, it's it's bigger than you. So it's really hard to hold something of that magnitude and take full responsibility for it. So I love the reframe that you offered and how you worked yourself through just giving it to God and, and really stepping into co-creatorship. And I think that's such a powerful tool to be able to work with and and recognize yourself as a part of creation instead of the one that's responsible for it. (laughs) So much pressure taken off. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I was really curious towards the end, you were mentioning um, just like cleaning up some of those identity constructs um, that led to just a lot of like self-suppression and shame and maybe fear of rejection and things like that. Um, How did you start to alchemize that? Like what were some of the things that really helped you create more peace and more power and more presence within yourself to create? Mm. It was a multi-layered process. Um, began with myself of of practicing being an expression with myself you know like for some for example with my voice I would record myself singing and be like oh this is uncomfortable I'm gonna do it anyway <laughs> you know and I, I never really listened back but I would just make videos and make voice notes and be like I'm just gonna express I'm not I'm gonna practice not judging my expression I'm just gonna let it out and just let it be and just like you know accept that it's perfect you know even if I'm even if it's not sounding how I might want or it's not like, you know, whatever, I'm releasing all of that. I'm just expressing for expression's sake. Um, And so, yeah, there's been a big process with releasing perfectionism of just, you know, sharing things, just sharing my writing and not keeping it forever to get it to some sort of illusionary perfect perfect state. So just being an expression and being in the, the giving of the expression that as a practice was really helpful for me. And mm-hmm. then within that, sitting with, the discomfort 
you know, just sitting with it and noticing it, but not allowing myself to act from it. So yeah. discomfort might tell me delete the post if it hasn't had <laughs> the, the reception that I want, or you know, delete the video if I don't like it, you know, or record it ten times more if to get it perfect or whatever. So it's like, okay, I'm uncomfortable with this. And I'm still going to share it anyway. I'm comfortable with this and I'm not going to record it again. You know, I'm uncomfortable with this and it's still worth being living in the world and having its space. So that's one of the things with expression. But then there's obviously other layers of like reframing my beliefs about myself. There's, there's processes of energy alchemy uh, that I've done, but there's not like one thing that I did a lot or like all the time. Yeah. I'm always very intuitively led and you know, my my understanding of the way that healing happens is that it's always happening in the moment. Mm-hmm. So we don't necessarily always have to do a lot as long as we're open and available for healing and we're willing to allow the truth to be continuously landing more and more in our body. God is just taking care of it. So, you know, I don't believe you need to be doing X, Y and Z modality and practice in this energy work all the time. I think these things that can be really helpful and beneficial and we get to be in right relationship with them, but we don't need to rely on them. They don't have to be, we don't have to be dependent on them in order to get to a state of truth because it already exists within us, right? There's a part of us that is fully expressed, that's fully enjoyed, that knows that, you know, whatever comes through is perfect, that is not attached to outcomes and, and validation and is rooted in God as the only driving force. And so I lean on that part of me continuously. Mm-hmm. I come back and lean on the part of me that knows the truth. Even if I can't feel it, I know it's there. So I'm like, this is the truth though. The truth's there, but this is the truth. I know the truth even when I can't feel it. So I lean on it. I remember it. I bring myself back into, you know, presence with that. And it helps me through the discomfort. And I offer it to God. I I have at times I've had big practices of offering things to the earth. Just I give it to earth to transmute. I give it to God to transmute with energy, you know, and just taking care of myself helps me to move so much of the distortion. When I'm yeah. like well rested, when I'm well hydrated, when I'm well nourished, when I'm in joy, that brings the truth out within me. That brings me into presence, that brings me into vitality, that brings me into my heart, you know? And so in those spaces, it's even more organic. The healing, the dissolution of the false self, it, it just happens through a single moment of being in, embodied in the truth and I don't even have to do anything about it. I don't even have to necessarily know it's happening or how, you know? So there are moments where I've had specific shifts and I'm like, I can see how in this piece there. And there are moments where I'm like, oh, that thing is just not in, even in my reality anymore. And I know that I was in a process of transmuting that and moving through that and it's happened. And I don't really know exactly how, but I know that I'm not there anymore, you know? And God's yeah. taking care of it. I'm, I really resonate with all of this and, I think something that I often say to myself, to clients all over, I love to just really anchor into this is like the most, like you were saying earlier, where it's not necessarily the big moments, it's it's also the in-between. The most potent medicine that you can start to access is receiving with full presence and availability the moment you're in that's right in front of you, reality as it is. And a lot of the time it's it's reality that's actually shape-shifting you and and creating that change in your field without you necessarily knowing because it's not going to be this big bright shiny moment that's like look we're healing it's, it's the little, like, exactly. yeah <laughs> it's the little like microcosmic decisions that you make and like the most simple things in the world have been some of the most maturing and transformational things for me and like you said it's like the simple things like nourishing yourself and moving your body did you go out in the sun today did you sleep enough are you tending yourself mind body and spirit Mm -hmm. and those are for me the times where whether I feel it or not I know that God is working on me through me and for me in the most powerful ways and it doesn't have to be this big production in order Mm -hmm. for it to be incredibly prolific Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, I'm really, I'm really feeling the call to just kind of go into something that I know you're very, very profound at, and it's working with prayer. And like you were saying, you kind of offer things to God, offer things to the earth, and I feel like prayer is such a powerful way to be able to do that and build and forge connection with God and with yourself and just the collective as a whole. Um. 
I'd love to just have you riff on prayer and, and how it lands for you and what you love to do and be how be with prayer. <laughs> I love prayer. I'm like, oh, wow. I had to wait all that time before I started praying finally. <laughs> you know, I, when, I, when I really started to consistently pray, that's when I really understood the technology of prayer and yeah. felt the biggest shifts in my life. And so I went through a period where I was literally praying religiously every single day. And now I pray most days, but not every single day, but it's like I've landed a different level of relationship with God. And so the life, my life is more like prayer. Like I'm praying constantly through the day. You know, it's not always like I need to intentionally pray because I've become so embodied in what it means to be in relationship with God in, in the way that I am when I pray. Yeah. But that that was a huge shift for me when I started to to, I had to create the, the the boundary, the container for myself. Of I will pray every day this in this way, and the way that I did it is I just I just attached it to something that I did regularly. So I would sh- I shower every day, right? So pretty much every day, most of the time. <laughs> so I would say okay, right after I shower, I will pray, and it was this beautiful thing because my body gets clean and then my heart's clean by the shower, and then I'm in prayer. And so I would literally pray in the shower, <laughs> and so that became my thing. And I did that like every day for a very long time. And it completely shifted things for me. And so now I'm able to guide prayer in a completely different way. Before in my spaces, I would do like, you know, meditations that had like, were kind of like prayers. Now I do prayers that begin with a short meditation, but then they go into like a full quantum prayer activation, you know? Oh my goodness. I I feel like prayer is so beautiful because it's so simple and so profound. And it's so open for me. Like the way that I pray is very, very God led. So you know what comes through is always whatever god wants to bring and it's so powerful it's it's just one of those things that when you experience it you understand it you know and people can say yeah. talk about prayer and unless you've really deepened in the practice yourself you you might not kind of get it you might feel a disconnect of like oh that doesn't resonate i don't understand that and doing it once might not be enough doing it even a few times might not be enough like until you maybe get into a consistent personal relationship with prayer you might not fully understand and feel why it's powerful it is, I can't say prayer did x y and z for me and created this one it's like I just know that prayer created a huge deepening in relationship with God yeah. massive deepening in faith massive deepening in surrender um and an opening and it's such a clear line like yeah. for example I wouldn't I, I can I can see specific moments where I was praying 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 for God show me the truth today you know break open my illusions like <clears throat> Like, so there were certain days where I really asked God to bring me something that was really going to shatter my false identity constructs. And of course, God delivered in the same day. And then my world was changed, you know. And it's not always like that, but I have had moments like that. And when I have, I know I can trace it back to to that the power of the prayer. And what, what matters for me most with prayer is that you you mean it. You don't say yeah. things that you don't mean. So don't be like, oh, surrender, use me, God, strip me of my illusions. If you, if you actually want to stay in your illusions, nothing's going to happen then. And then you might doubt prayer. But God's not just responding to your words. God's responding to the, all of you. Yeah. So if there's lots of you that doesn't really want that, then you're just going to, you know, God's going to meet you where you are and give to you what you truly want and are ready for. Right? But if you really are ready for purification, if you really actually want access to truth, and then you pray for that, God will deliver it. It's inevitable. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really matter when or how, it's just going to happen. So the most important thing is, is for me the pure intention and to not be trying to get you know, for me, when I'm in prayer, it's, it's always about what can I give? How can I give to God? How can I serve God? How can I serve my children? How can I serve the people in my field that I'm aligned to be in exchange with as clients? How can I serve my body, you know, knowing that the body isn't me either? How can I mm-hmm. take care of my home? So it's all about how can I be in, in the highest expression of love and care for those people, spaces and things in my environment? And how can I co-create the highest timeline as God as God plans it, you know, for a day? Because my human will have, oh, the day is going to be X, Y, and Z. And then God's like, well, this is this is the actual transformation, the actual alchemy yeah. that's available to you. And so for me, prayer is like, you know, I always say to God, you know, you know my intentions for the day, but let your will be done. You know, support me in yeah. my intentions if they're aligned with what you want. And I want, you know, what you want, you know, so your will may, may be done in this day. And so, yeah, it's a beautiful thing to do when you're feeling disconnected from God, you know, because it just immediately brings you into presence with God and God will love you there. God will love you wherever you are. And if you come to pray in any state, God is going to love you and meet you there. You know, and the beautiful thing for me is that he's not, 
it's not even like you, you need a result from it in the moment to feel nourished by it <laughs> you're just aligning yourself to the truth you're aligning yourself to god you're coming yeah. into communion in whatever way you have capacity and some days you might have the energy to be able to pray and really ask what's things sometimes you just might be there and like the fir- often the first thing i say is like i'm here with you god that's often the first thing i say and even yeah. if you just said that and you just sat in silence with that 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 as your prayer you would have a huge shift is what i truly feel you know yeah. Oh, I love that so much. Something that I often will will speak to and just ask myself in in my day throughout the day is am is am I present to my living prayer? Like am I being in relationship in all of my actions in the way that I'm occupying my body in the way that I'm in my heart and not my mind and that's been just such a a beautiful way to just refocus myself on what's actually important. And like you were saying, it's we can have all of the plans and the ideas and the desires and the visions that we want. And ultimately, it's up to God how and when and where those come to fruition. And I really do believe that if if God has placed a vision on your heart, in your being, God will inevitably create pathways for it to come to fruition. And it's how quickly can you get into alignment with God and with God's path will be a way to determine how open you are to that thing or that experience or that frequency or that expression dropping into your reality. So uh, I just love that you kind of like touched on all of those things so beautifully. Um I have a I have a wonderation. <laughs> um, when you're in those moments where you're maybe in your head or feeling that disconnection and wanting your will to be done, what what brings you back? Like what's kind of how do you reorient yourself? How do you process that? Mm. Well, it depends obviously on the moment and what's alive and how it's expressing and manifesting. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, often I start with awareness, but okay, mm-hmm. I'm in resistance or I'm trying to control something or yeah. I'm spiraling into a contractive space or I'm in avoidance. So I just to notice that creates like a pattern interaction. Yeah. And then I often will connect to, well, what would I do if I wasn't in this space and how would I be, you know, expressing and animating my energy differently? You know, mm-hmm. how would I be showing up if I wasn't attached? How would I be expressing if I wasn't attached? You know, how would I be taking care of myself if I wasn't attached to some sort of outcome or something, you know? And um, I also find freedom in being like, well, if it's not aligned for me now, then it's not going to happen anyway. <laughs> it doesn't matter what I do because yeah. the, the, the sort of masculine will try and just do, do, do more, <laughs> you know? And obviously you can create from any energy you can create from distorted energies too it's yeah. not it's just not going to feel nourishing and <laughs> it's not going to give you what you actually want to experience right yeah um and so often I will you know I'll go through that process of what's here what can I do about it do I need to pull my energy away from the thing that I'm trying to create do I need to you know be with God take care of myself be with the earth distract myself with, in a positive way like by connecting to the truth by being present by connecting to joy by dancing you know <laughs> these sorts of things using my energy um and I you know also try not to go into stories too much because sometimes we can just really get stuck in like a story of what we're experiencing and we're just spiraling in it sometimes it happens but ultimately we don't have to do that either (laughs) we can bring the truth in and the truth just kind of dissolves so much of the, the things that are in the way and so I'll go through my own process whatever that looks like if I need support then I'll get some support with clearing some of the things but I often don't. Often I'm just doing it with God and within myself, you know, and in prayer. Often I'll pray. Pray. I will bring it to prayer. If I'm resistant, I'll bring it. If I'm really in resistance, I'll often bring it to prayer. But again, like I did that more intentionally before. And now it's my, my life is prayer and I'm constantly praying in a way with God. So yeah. I, I feel like that, like the line of prayer is just open in my consciousness, like most most of the day not always but you know sometimes I really contract and can shut off too like anyone else but it's often open and so when I'm in a creative process you know I'm there like God's with me like we're praying 
as a creative, you know, and so when I'm moving through things, God's just with me all the time, which is always true, but I'm aware of God's presence. And so I'm always then in co-creation and relationship as I'm moving through something. So I don't necessarily always need to go and get someone to help me because I'm God is just helping me all the time, which yeah. is always true, right? But I'm just aware of it. So I'm able to tap in and I'm able to open to it and bring God in more and call God in more. Um, yeah, so seeing, you know, awareness, doing what needs to be done to shift and move it if there is something and then realigning to like my highest values of, you know, how would I want, how would I want someone else to move through this? What would mm-hmm. I encourage them to do? And am I showing up myself in that way? You know, what would I say to people that matters most? What actually matters most is the giving of your gifts. What what actually matters most is that you are devoted to the offering of God's work through you, even if your ego is like getting uncomfortable because you're not getting what you wanted from it. It's not about that. It's not about your ego. It's not about my ego. It's not about what my ego's goal was or what I, you know, believe growth should look like. Mm-hmm. It's about what, what, what God's will is. And so... I'm just, am I willing to do whatever I have capacity for to support that and to be open and available to whatever God's plan is within this context and take the lessons from whatever that is, you know? So sometimes it's easy and I tell, take the lessons for why was it easy? Sometimes it's more difficult. I'll take the lessons for why was it difficult? Sometimes it's a bit of both and I'll take the lessons. What am I learning here? You know, what am I learning so that I can be more aligned with the truth next time, so that I can be more surrendered and less attached next time. So these are the sort of, some of the sorts of processes of that I'll move myself through in mind and body and soul. That's yeah. brilliant. I think there's so much there. Um, and I think I, I love that you mentioned as well, just coming back into alignment with your values. And I find in my own life, like integrity is one of the ultimate neutralizers of the ego. <laughs> Like as soon as I start to come back into and check in with, okay, like what is my, what is my true calling? What is my true nature? What is my true essence? And am I moving, believing, feeling in alignment with that? Um, Oftentimes, no. When I'm having those moments of story or of pushing or forcing or wanting and integrity, I've had so many conversations about like it's, it's difficult sometimes to redirect yourself into integrity because it doesn't always feel good, but it will always produce the most nourishing, potent, beautiful fruit as you continue to learn how to reorient yourself into that space. So if you have any thoughts on that, feel free. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Integrity will give you what you always want deep down Mm -hmm. because it will bring you into alignment with true self, with God, and for the real reason that you're doing what your ego might tell you you're doing for another reason um and yeah it will give you freedom it won't equal more but it will equal coherence and alignment and um it will equal true nourishment Mm -hmm. so when you align with your integrity you always win you don't Mm -hmm. necessarily have have more materially but what you have spiritually emotionally is priceless it's beyond a number so yeah. what integrity gives you is unquantifiable. And only you really know. Other people can mirror to you, these are your values and this is where you are. And you might tell yourself, no, 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 I'm aligned with my values. But you know how it feels. You know when you're out of integrity with your values. You know exactly. when you're in some way, somehow, you know. Yeah. Uh, no one can see you as apart from God. Obviously, God sees all. But, you know, God, it's God and you that are like closest to you, to you. can really notice, okay, the subtleties of where you're misaligned the overt ways that you're misaligned and out of integrity with your, your highest values. Mm-hmm. Obviously your values evolve as you evolve and you access deeper layers of truth, mm-hmm. you know? And I, I feel like sometimes it can be difficult to align ourselves to a stand of, inte- of integrity when we see a lot of other people not honoring that level of integrity because they haven't accessed maybe some of the same um, truths and, and uh, fields of understanding it's easy to then be like, well, other people are doing this and stuff, you know, but it doesn't matter what other people are doing. It matters is how you feel about what, what you're doing and how you're embodying what you know to be true and how you're living into those values. That's what's going to feel most nourishing and supportive to you and ultimately to the collective. And so we get to model that. That's why, you know, even though it's not common to, to, to talk about some of the things I talk about, decoloniality and so much about collectivity and unity and these inversions and, you know, often I'll lose a lot of followers. I'll gain a lot of followers and I'll lose a lot. <laughs> 
I share about these sort of topics, but it's in integrity with my values. And so if I didn't talk about that, I would be denying that part of myself. So it might ruffle a few feathers, but great. <laughs> those that are aligned, that are on that ascending timeline with me into the, the, those fields of consciousness, which are aligned with true unity, they will come with me. And those that aren't, like I, I send them love for their journey and they can come back whenever they want if they choose to, you know? Yeah. I love that. I, and I think it's really important. Like you said earlier on when we were talking about music and song and truth telling, the truth when it comes through us is the, the most innocent and pure expression of the fractal of creation that we are. And the more we the more we tell the truth and the more authentic and the more available to speaking truth to love and speaking truth to God and speaking truth to what is real and alive and present in your reality at the moment is, like you said, it can be very polarizing, (laughs) but it's also, it's so deeply important as an act of nurturance for yourself because that's one of the biggest ways that I see so many people and myself, like, still I work through this is one of the biggest ways that I abandon myself and we're not meant to be abandoned we're meant to be held (laughs) and and treated with the reverence and the love that God desires for us and that starts with ourselves offering that to ourselves Mm, yeah (laughs) yeah we're all here to learn learn love as God has shown Mm -hmm. it to us and to embody love as God has shown it to us. And so, you know, I always write a love with a capital L because it's an aspiration yeah. for me. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a fixed thing of like, this is what love is. And most other things are not that. And so other types of what people call love, I wouldn't put with a capital L because that's not God's yeah. love. That's not true love. Yeah. And so we, we only know that love through God and we're all just on a journey of, of trying and doing our best to embody that. There are some people that get to that space, but it's a practice. You know, mm-hmm. and so when people often say like I love you, what I feel like they're saying is like, I want to love you. And I'm mm-hmm. I'm I'm in the process of learning to love you and trying to love you. And that feels more true to me. That's so beautiful. <laughs> um yeah, and I, I mean I wanna cut kind of circle back on this because I feel like this is a a reality for a lot of humans that are sharing and expressing and showing up to be of service, especially in the online space around when you are expressing and creating and like you said talking about things that are potentially polarizing or challenging or sticky um I would love to kind of get your two cents on navigating the experience of initially when you started getting pushback or when you start feeling resistance whether it's from within or from the community outside of you um how do you walk yourself through that and how does God support you through that? Well, I always pray when I send out something and pray <laughs> yeah. that God protects me from any energy and that keep to keep my Instagram field as clear as possible. Um, mm-hmm. I always pray for the post to land in the hearts of those that are ready. So I let that really seeds God into the intention. And in order to get to the place of even posting it, I've already done a lot of the work around yeah. my resistance to it, you know. So I'm at that stage, I'm not going to ever delete it once it's out there. You know, it's out there and I'm letting it do its thing. If, you know, if I was feeling a lot of discomfort, I might, you know, take my energy away from Instagram and just let it do its thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and be like, let yeah. God, God do God's work, you know, and then come back in when I felt uh, clearer and less, less entangled in that. Yeah. When people send me energy, I'll put up protection and I'll sort of return to sender if it doesn't feel aligned. Yeah. <laughs> people come in and, you know, I can always feel the energy in the comments. So sometimes people are trying to pick apart what you're saying, but it's not coming from curiosity and they're not coming mm-hmm. from openness. And I don't even engage in those in those exchanges. I only engage when I feel it's coming from curiosity and openness. And um, if there's a healthy challenge to my perspective that I feel aligned to offer an exchange in response to then I will if I sometimes I just won't if I don't have the time capacity energy you know or um, if it doesn't feel like the person is receptive yeah you know I'm certainly open to dialogue but I I don't resonate with people that are in a fixed mindset and then are projecting onto me or you know just viewing what I'm saying in a certain way because of where they are and, and bringing a certain energy to me therefore as a result of that 
you know people are where they are and so I let them be there and I send them love but I won't I won't have I won't really tolerate that energy in my space you know so Mm -hmm. I'll I'll see it there but I won't allow it here and I won't engage with it um which is my boundaries and then yeah within my own being I will just I will own that I'm feeling discomfort if I am like Mm -hmm. oh I'm feeling discomfort but I feel like I've had to get through so many layers in order to get to where I am that those feelings they come up in a different way. You know, before it would have been much more of a like, oh, I need to say this thing and I feel blocked and I'm like, well, how are people going to react? And I would be much more in my mind. I'd be much more um, concerned. Sometimes I can still feel myself dip into those spaces a bit. Um, but then I'm like, well, what really matters again? What's the truth? And I'll, I'll come back to my non-attached perspective. I'll come back to my desire to be of service. I'll remember that it's all about, you know, the one person that receives something. Because there, are, I know there are lots of, there's always loads of people that don't even engage that are receiving so much. You know, so, sometimes people send you messages. They're like, wow, my sharings have actually massively impacted them. And like they're saying mm-hmm. that they've had like life-changing consciousness shifts. So I'm like, oh, okay, I've got to keep doing this thing, <laughs> no matter how I feel about it. And so remembering that it's about that. It's about who, who it can help, who it can serve, who it does resonate for. So it doesn't matter as much who, do, who doesn't resonate. And even those that do resonate, they might not tell you and it doesn't matter either. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. it's about, just trusting the flow of energy through you and you know if this if you're saying something polarizing and people might not like it maybe they'll like it later maybe they'll understand later maybe they won't maybe yeah. also your perspective will evolve and then you'll share from that new point and there's nothing wrong with not knowing all the pieces you're just sharing from the truth of the moment and so if mm-hmm. i say something that's, you know in a certain space then my understanding evolves that's okay you know there's not i don't need to apologize for, for evolving that's good you know mm-hmm. um, so yeah you know, I had a big piece around sharing some of my things around the father and my relationship to God with, with the God portal. I had a lot, quite a lot of resistance, a lot of unfollowers, which is obviously so mm-hmm. interesting. People really didn't like me like referring to God as he, even though I've referred to God as she many times and people never had an issue with that. Yeah. <laughs> given that most of the followers are women and there's all sorts of layers to that conversation a lot of resistance to masculine, the, the divine masculine support and structure, which makes sense because of all the inversions and the distortions. Yeah, but That needs to be dealt with and addressed if we're going to come into union and right relationship with both our heavenly parents and also those energies within ourselves and men in the physical realm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you know, I've had to get to a space to be comfortable to, to be in that, you know, there. And ultimately, I know that if I'm not embodied in my truth, if I'm suppressing something denying it pretending it's not there that doesn't serve anyone it serves people to get activated by if if that's what's happening I'm not trying to activate people I'm not trying to trigger them or or, you know challenge their constructs I'm just Mm -hmm. expressing the truth of where I am some people will be challenged by it and some people lean into that challenge and find growth and and truth and deeper relationship with God and they find liberation and I have way more people that are benefiting and feeling expansion from the shares that I have bring through rather than the contraction but there are things exactly. that are polarizing and so I get to be someone that's comfortable being uncomfortable with because I know that the most important thing is the emanation of God's message as it comes yes. through oh there is so much gold in what you just said I am very excited for the community to be able to receive that I know I know I'm gonna go back and re-listen to that because there are pieces that I'm like ah I needed that so so much <laughs> um I know we're coming to the top of our hour, so I just wanted to open the floor to you if there was anything on your heart to share, anything you felt really called to express in this space. Mm. Thank you. Mm. I'm feeling a lot of energy in my heart today and just coming back to the beginning of it all for me, the, the healing journey and everything, which is all about love. And one of the things people often say when I voice note people who message me, because it's just easy for me to, they're always like, oh, I feel so much heart and love in your voice. And I'm like, great. Because that's what I'm sending to people when I'm sharing that. And so for people to receive it and feel it, amazing. You know, and that's all of my work. You know, it doesn't matter what I'm saying. The thing that's underlying it all is, that I'm, that I'm loving people and I'm emanating God's love, you know, and there might be uh, like teachings and understandings of how to operate within this life and this dimension, but ultimately like the highest manual is, is to love as God loves and to, 
to live as God lives, which is to embody and, and emanate love in all directions. It's a high, it's a high, you know, calling, right? We're holding ourselves to our high standard, but that's that's the God standard. That's that's what we're here to embody and aspire to, to love others, to love ourselves. And yeah, this year, well, this last year just passed, and this coming year for me has, uh, you know, been a massive deepening into a lot of the foundational things that I have come yeah. to understand around health and well-being and you know filling my own cup first just a massive deepening and in, in embodiment of that mm-hmm. and um yeah you know I've always loved service sometimes too much right and I've been more yeah. like yeah, mother, serve others at my own expense and so I'm coming into such a beautiful balance of serving myself a lot because I really want to serve others I have to mm-hmm. for it to be balanced I really need to serve myself a lot so I'm taking back a lot of time and energy and really serving me multi-dimensionally in a new way at the moment because from that space what I can give is so much more rich and potent yeah. and embodied and nourishing and just full of love and it's you know it's serving all because if I'm getting depleted through service, then no one's being served. You know, I'm just transferring my energy to someone else and then I'm left, you know. And so I'm really anchoring into health to support me in embodying overflow and health and God to, to support me to serve my family, to support me to serve my clients and that those that God has aligned to be in, in receptivity from my gifts and everything. Um and yeah so that just feels beautiful I just I just want to love I have a lot of love in my heart and I'm really you know anchoring into even more the way that I want to give and receive love in relationships in romantic relationship and friendships and holding a very high standard and that not mm-hmm. everyone resonates with that high standard no. there will be less <laughs> that, that it's a challenge it's an invitation yeah but yeah. I want those that have the same values because that's then it's going to be easy, you know, rather than like trying to match up with someone that is vibrationally misaligned. It doesn't actually embody or share the same level of devotion to the, to the principles of truly embodying love, you know, mm-hmm. even in the hard moments, even with the shadow stuff, you know, even with taking, taking the whole human with all their wounding and then choosing to rise in love together. So, yeah, yeah I'm feeling really passionate about my own inner journey of, of deepening in self-love which is again like this is back to the beginning right yeah this comes from circling back and then deeper layers and deeper embodiment and deeper understandings and you know now that I have an even deeper relationship with God it's all it's all elevated anything I do is elevated yeah. by that into a different dimension of truth and consciousness and, and potential and so I really feel God's hand at work in my life which has always been, it's always been the same, but I'm feeling it now. And so you're just more attuned. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And so that lifts so much of the weight of responsibility. And, um, you know, there are still, there are still my layers. I still have my shadow aspects. I still have my beliefs, my wounds to work through. Cool. It's all here. And I, I, and I love that. And I bring God there and I do my work and invite others to do the same with the love of God though. Right. With God's presence right here, right now, as you are, as I am not later, you know, relieving ourselves of any false idea that God is conditional. God is here right now with all of the layers you have, with all of your trauma, with all of your shadows, with all of your distortions and inversions, all the ways you're out of alignment. God is here with you right now, there, right here. And so you don't need to become more to receive God's provision, God's love, God's wisdom, God's guidance, God's care, God's support, God's holding that is already here right now with you supporting you as you become who God wants you to be so that's so amazing because it relieves us of the need to do or be more in order to receive the very nutrients that we actually desperately need the very thing that we often seek in other people or things or places that is ultimately coming from God that's why I talk about God all the time I'm like wow my you know my transitions everything I write like it's all just become about God like all my containers like pretty much always have God in the name I'm like okay yeah I'm, I'm down with this I was like I wonder how that looks to others like I don't see many other people doing that you know especially yeah. religious but I'm like yeah like that's that's just what's true for me that's where I feel most passionate and I love inviting people to bring God in to all these spaces, bring God into your business, bring God into your own personal embodiment, bring, bring God into your creative process, bring God into your relationships, like bring God into your mission. 
that's the highest in any context. So mm-hmm. that's what I'm here for. <laughs> so very resonant with that. And yeah, I'm I'm in such a similar season as well of just really prioritizing remembering my wholeness and and really putting priority on becoming resourced multidimensionally because you can't circulate resource unless you are resourced. And I think for a lot of us that that is a higher intention, a higher vision, a higher mission is to whether the resource is tangible and financial or it's love or it's liberation, you can't give something that you haven't touched yourself. And I think it's so beautiful that you shared that. It's such a brilliant invitation um, and permission slip, I think, for a lot of us to say that it's okay to put ourselves first so that we can so show up to serve and be of service and, and open to God um, in a much more beautiful way. So I really appreciate you sharing that. Mm, yes. Mm, and so the love is so very felt through through your presence and through your transmissions and through your work. I always love to just drop into your profile sometimes and just, it's like a little hug in the internet space and I love it oh, so much. <laughs> that's amazing. Oh, bless um, you. Thank so speaking you. Of, of your profile, I would love to just, if you have any um, invitations that you want to share with the community to get connected with you, to work with you, to be in your energy or space, now is the time. So I am about to begin a six-month container called the Prayer Portal, which is all about collective prayer. We'll meet on Mondays for like 20 to 30 minutes for six months, three times a month. And I'm so excited about it. I'm so thrilled about it. I have never run a container like this before. So this is for anyone that feels called to deepen in relationship with God, to deepen in co-creation with God. Technically, we start in like a few days but you can still join at whatever point you're hearing this podcast as long as we're within the six months so still message me if you're like I want that and um, I would love to receive you in that space I have openings for one-to-one if so due to some unforeseen technical difficulties um, Niasha's invitations got cut off so I just wanted to reinforce that she does also have one-to-one containers and you can connect with her and reach out and get into some of these experiences whether it's the prayer portal a one-on-one container with her or just be in her energy get to know her and receive some of the beautiful transmissions and body of work that is her instagram page over at the ascension seed on instagram All of these will be linked below in the show notes so you can get to know her and get connected without having to worry about remembering. And if you loved this episode as much as I did, oh my goodness, there were so many beautiful insights, takeaways, and just such love felt from Niasha in this conversation we would absolutely love to have you share what landed what resonated and share the episode with your community so that everyone in your life can also benefit from the beautiful conversation that was had in this space if you're loving unedited as a whole please remember to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform and rating and reviewing is always so very welcome until next time have a beautiful day